sometimes talaga we need to change our perspectives to have a clearer overview about our life. Baka kasi maling angulo yung tinitingnan natin kaya naisip natin na we're worthless. Lalong-lalo na kung nakakaranas tayo ng hardships. Do you want a chill or medyo laid-back conversation? O malalim na usapan with everyday people? Bite-sized talks is for you. Kumusta? My name is Vincent Conde. Welcome to my podcast. Okay, hello everyone. Hi. <laughs> I'm shy. Ah, so shy pa daw siya. Eh, medyo-medyo nakapal na ang muka habang natagal ang mga episodes. Gaya ng dati, hello everyone! My name is Vincent Conde. At wag nyo nang i-mind yung background noise. Kasi may warning ang NDRRMC about sa orange rainfall here in South Palale, uh, Tayaba City. Kaya hindi ko naman mapipigilan yung ulan. Hindi naman soundproof itong bahay namin. So, kailangan kong ipagpatuloy ito para maging consistent ako pag upload ng episodes. It's a wrap. I mean, all of us can relate that the ending of the year is always busy. We have programs, deadlines that we must submit, preparation for the holidays, and of course, those pakain-kain sa labas at travel goals na pinaplano natin buong taon. So, this week is typically the final week for work. Siyempre, Ang kasunod na nito ay Christmas parties, reunions, like jumping from one barkada to another barkada, o kaya movie marathons sa Netflix, yung mga series mong naipon dahil sa pag-overtime. Ang lokohan naming magkakaibigan dyan, sarami ng kinakaangan mo, di ka na nakakapanood, o kaya hindi ka na nakakapaglibang, hindi mo na naabiyad yung sarili mo. At Siyempre, sino ba namang hindi manunood this December ng Home Alone, right? It's a fulfilling week for me. I guess. <laughs> On my latest episode, I said that I won a poem writing contest, regional level in Calabarzon 4A. Thank you so much. Uh, this week, I won a national contest in spoken word poetry. I guess this is a God-given blessing saying na, di ba, sabi ko naman sa'yo, Maghintay ka lang. Huwag ka masyadong magtampo. Kasi when I started my journey in public school, nagkaroon ako ng COVID. I'm between life and death that time. I'm fasting and stress because of the new environment. And it triggers my asthma. Kaya ang nangyari, sobrang down ng immune system ko. Causing a situation where I need to have an oxygen tank beside me when I sleep. And I can connect with my friends. It's really hard to focus. And using my phone is a luxury because of dry cough episode. Uh, manhid na nga sa sakit yung lalamunan ko. Yung gasgas na gasgas na siya. Pero tuloy pa rin yung pag-ubo ko. Sabi ko noon, kung ito pala yung kapalit ng security of tenure in public school, mas pipiliin ko pang manatili sa school ko dati. Pero, God is good all the time. Sometimes talaga, 
we need to change our perspectives to have a clearer overview about our life. Baka kasi maling angulo yung tinitingnan natin kaya naisip natin na we're worthless. Lalong-lalo na kung nakakaranas tayo ng hardships at problema. So, isa rin sa highlight ng week na ito is we celebrated the International Day of Elimination of Violence Against Women. And parang coincident eh. Kasi may nag-message sa akin na isang student from Instagram. So, this young woman admitted that her first cousin raped her followed by trauma from her ex-boyfriend who used blackmailing, attempted rape, and those unpleasant and violent things. And ang nakakalungkot, it happened several times. Hindi ako yung pinaka-credible na tao to seek advice kapag nangyari ito. Pero ito ha, kapag nangyari ito sa'yo, sabihin mo kaagad ito sa trusted adults. Trusted adults, uh, it doesn't mean na uh, parents kaagad. Kasi sometimes, may kaso na yung parents mo yung gumawa nito sa'yo. So, yung trusted adults, yung kailangan mong sabihin ng bagay na to. So, I read an article about this topic, uh, Very Well Mind. It talks about the steps you need to do if someone raped you. Basic lang to, uh, na bagay, conversation starter, na pwedeng maging advice natin generally. So, number one, go someplace safe. Kung sa moment na ito nangyari, make sure na makaalis ka dyan kaagad. Or kung kinagawa niya sa'yo ng paulit-ulit at the same place, for example, you're in the apartment, umalis ka dyan at lumipat ng ibang lugar na tutuluyan. Pangalawa, leave your body as is. Ang tendency kasi kapag nangyari yan sa'yo, lilinisin mo kagad yung katawan mo kasi feeling mo ang dumidumi mo. Pero kung gusto mo ng mas concrete na evidence uh, sa nangyari at may plano ka na sabihin to sa mga police o sa nakakaalam na organization may kinalaman sa bagay na ganito, huwag kang maligo ka agad hanggat maaari make all the evidence or evidences well intact. Third, get medical treatment. Siyempre, kapag nangyari ito sa'yo, ang pinakauna mong ayaw ay people contact, yung tuturukan ka, yung hahawakan ka. Pero tandaan natin na yung mga doctors and nurses natin, they were trained professionally. And alam nila paano ka i-handle with care. Especially kung nung nang-rape sa'yo, meron palang uh, uh, dinadalang uh, disease o sexually transmitted disease. And kapag hindi naagapan, pwedeng ikaw pa yung mag-suffer. Ano, nag-suffer ka na emotionally, uh, mentally, uh, pati physically, hindi na natin naremedyohan ka agad. So, pang-apat, decide if you want to talk to the police. It's a crime. Pero, 100%, it's your decision if you will do it or if you will report it to the police. Pero yung iba, nire-report talaga nila to sa police kasi nagkakaroon sila ng sense of control sa nangyayari sa buhay nila. 
na hindi porke na-rape sila, eh, wala na silang magagawa. So, dahil may sense of control sila, unti-unti, kahit pa paano, nagkakaroon sila ng uh, recovery. And ang pinakamahalaga doon yung post-recovery. Uh, 911-117, Police Department in the Philippines. So, it's available nationwide, 24-7. So, make sure na kung nangyari ito sa'yo, kontakin nyo kaagad sila. Then, there's this website, the Mayas Organization website. It is an NGO na tumutulong sa mga kasong kagaya nito, sexual abuse o kaya child exploitation. They have a mobile number on their website. Just search it. Mayas Organization. M-A-Y-A apostrophe S. Isa pa sa dapat nating bigyan ng pansin sa mga gantong kaso ay yung may kaugnayan sa mindset natin. Specifically, nagkaroon tayo ng culture eh. Yung culture na victim blaming. At may isang article na nilabas yung Rappler na why survivor of sexual violence won't come forward. So yun yung pinakang nagiging problema kasi nahihiya sila dahil may tendency yung mga tao na sa paligid nila kahit yung family members na mag-victim blame. So halimbawa, kadalasang tanong, ano ba kasi ang suot mo nung nangyari yan? Kaya naman, bait di ka nagsumbong agad? So, may implication na parang kasalanan mo. It is really important to educate the young, young boys. O lahat uh, may kinalaman sa bagay nito. Wala tayong dapat tingnan na mali sa biktima. Ano man yung suot niya, ano man yung ikinikilos niya, ano man yung nangyari sa kanya, she's a victim. Ang kailangan nating tingnan dito ay yung case na rape ay kasalanan ng taong ng rape. Hindi kasalanan ng babaeng nagsuot ng maikling damit, hindi kasalanan ng isang babaeng nalaseng. Ang rape ay kasalanan ng rapist. I-brush off na natin yung mga idea na victim blaming. At yung isa, bakit di ka nagsumbong agad? So, alam natin, maraming ano, maraming naging biktima na na, na trauma. Hindi sila makapagsalita, ay hindi nila alam ang gagawin. Ay, they can think logically kaya ang niyayari na natili silang tahimik. At nung report na nila, may magsasabi na bakit di ka nagsumbong agad? Kasi nga na-trauma siya. Uh, if you experience something like that, sa tingin mo ba makakapag-isip ka kagad ng tama? Ganon ka ba ka-strong mentally kapag nangyari yun sa'yo? Diba? Pwedeng ganito rin yung maging tendency mo. Tumahimik at magtago at mahiya. So, sigurodihin na natin na tanggalin natin yung mga mindset na ganun. I guess we need to treat this podcast as conversation starter about this topic. I mean, there's a lot of things we need to consider. It's crucial to equip ourselves with these kinds of information so that we know what to do next with mindful and careful actions and decisions. Okay, pasensya na, nagiging masyadong mabigat yung usapan dito sa podcast na to. Pero dahil inline naman dun sa ginawang campaign may kaugnayan sa elimination of violence against women, so inintegrate ko siya or isinama ko na rin siya dito sa episode 3 of my podcast. So, ang pinakang topic ko talaga na ang raming nagre-request sa akin ay turning your weakness to strengths. Yung kahinaan mo paano mo magiging kalakasan. At napakahalagang malaman natin yung mga bagay na kagaya nito kasi 
kung minsan yung mga tao nawawalan sila ng lakas ng loob o bumababa ang tingin nila sa sarili nila kasi feeling nila wala silang talent, wala silang maipagmamalaki pero sa totoo lang, hindi nila nire-recognize yung mga bagay na strength nila at kung may weakness man sila, hindi nila nafi-fix yung weakness na iyon. So, ano ba yung mga steps na kailangan nating sundin para maturn natin yung kahinaan natin sa kalakasan? So, meron tayong mga example sa ganyan eh. Palaging kapag ganito yung usapan, hindi mawawala yung pangalan ni Walt Disney. So, alam natin yung background ni Walt Disney. He was fired from one of his animation jobs at Kansas City. Uh, Star newspaper in 1919 uh, because his editor felt that he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. Walt Disney, walang imahinasyon, kulang sa ideya. Sa, nakikita natin sa mga product ng Disney Studios, kung si Walt Disney, wala siyang imagination o wala siyang idea, paano pa tayo, di ba, na hindi nakakagawa nung nagagawa niya. But, From what we know, Walt Disney was someone who is extremely creative that he created the famous cartoon character Mickey Mouse and transformed his life to stellar success. Paano niya kaya yun nagawa? So, may mga steps akong sasabihin dito. So, these are general steps. Kung gusto natin ng mas malawak na uh, pananaw, may kinalaman sa bagay na to, pwede nating i-research. So, number one, recognize and acknowledge your weakness. You can't fix something that you don't know is broken. You can only fix something when you know it is broken. Kung hindi ka aware sa weakness mo, paano mo siya mafi-fix? Kung di mo alam na may sira yung sasakyan mo at hindi mo alam kung ano ang sira ng sasakyan mo, paano mo ito maaayos? Make sure na malinaw sa atin kung ano yung weakness natin. Bawa, alam mo na ang weakness mo makamit ng bagong tao. Alam mo na ang weakness mo magsulat. Alam mo na ang weakness mo uh, hindi mo makimunicate ng maayos yung idea mo. So, siguraduhin na may listahan ka ng mga weakness na iyon para kapag pupunta na tayo dun sa another steps, alam mo na kung ano yung dapat mong gawin. Okay? So, ano yung number two? Be extremely prepared for learning and improving So yan, hindi ibig sabihin ng weakness, mananatili ng weakness habang buhay. The key is to get yourself ready to overcome things that you are weak at. At ano yung sandata natin dito? Preparation. So preparation makes you feel confident and it is one of the best ways to improve your weaknesses. Hindi ako mahilig sa performance when I was in high school. Uh, hindi naman talaga ako yung pinakamahusay mag-perform sa klase. Pero naging practice na sa akin na hindi ako ang pinakamahusay pero kapag handa ka, sigurado ka na hindi ikaw yung pinakapangit ang gawa. So dapat maging mindset natin yon Kung halimbawa, hindi ka magaling mag-host, naatasan ka na mag-host o kaya maging MC ng isang event so hindi yan mawawala, at na-experience ko yan ngayon, kung hindi ka magaling mag-host, bakit hindi ka gumawa ng script? Kung hindi ka magaling sa on the spot na pagbibigay ng idea, bakit hindi ka mag-prepare ahead of time? Para kapag nagpa-ponder na ng idea, 
may masasabi ka. Yun yung mga bagay na dapat nating consider. Yun yung number two. Number three, leverage on others' people's strengths. Tandaan natin. Ito yung sinasabi na we have different forte kasi. Diba? The same goes to Disney Studios. Walt Disney was the creative mind behind the studio. And Roy Disney was the one who made sure the company was financially stable. Walt's leverage to Roy's financial knowledge while Roy depended on Walt's creativity to grow the business. At mapapansin natin, minsan kailangan natin ng groupmates. Sa work, we have that friend na laging tumutulong sa atin sa mga bagay na hindi natin kayang i-accomplish. So, at the same time, pwedeng yung strength mo ay gamitin niya. Kasi yun yung weakness niya. At kung gusto nating maging successful, hindi ako naniniwala na pupunta ka sa success na nag-iisa ka lang. Or pupunta ka to that pedestal ng walang tumulong sa'yo. Lahat ng successful na tao, there's this ample amount of individuals who help him to go there. And napakahalaga na mag-establish tayo ng relationship na ang foundation ay trust. So if you want to be successful, establish a genuine relationship, people around you, and invest in their expertise. Number four, face your weakness and do it anyway. Many times, it is not that you are weak at certain things. It is because you choose not to face it. That makes you lack experience and thus making you weak in the subject. Ang nangyari sa akin sa math eh, lahat ng subject, sige, kaya ko yan nung high school, eh, kahit science yan, o kaya kahit yan yung physics, kaya ko yung gawin. Talagang ang weakness ko, math. At tuwing nagkakaroon ng klase sa math, naiinis ako kasi <laughs> ayaw ko siyang gawin. Nakikita ko pa lang yung numbers, naiinis na ako. Nagkaroon ng repercussion, noong nagkaroon kami ng gen math, noong college, isa siya sa pinakamababang grade ko. At Natuto ako. O sige, hindi ako magaling dito, pero kailangan kong matutunan. So, anong nangyari? Pagdating nung second sem, na tinetake na namin yung college algebra, nag-improve yung grade ko. Hindi ko pa rin nagustuhan ng math. Pero at least, I faced that difficulty, I faced that weakness. And anong nangyari? Na-overcome ko. Number five, get just good enough. You certainly don't have to be great at everything. You just need to be good enough to understand how things work. Halimbawa, si Jack Ma, yung founder of Alibaba. So, so Alibaba, alam natin, that is the China's largest e-commerce chain. Sinabi ni Jack Ma na he did not know how to do programming and he had no idea how to build a website. He just needs to know how it works. Yeah. This is about strategy versus technical stuff. You can always outsource and hire people to do the technical stuff, but you must have the big picture and the strategy to get things done. At isa sa lagi kong, ano, lagi kong nilalagay na application sa buhay ko, yung when life gives you lemons, you just need to learn to make lemonade. Yung buhay nagtotrow sa'yo ng hardships. Turn those hardships into, ano, advantage. Minsan, lagi lang natin nakikita yung hirap na pinagdadaanan natin, sasabihin natin, bakit pa? Laging ako, bakit ako yung nagkakaganto, bakit laging, laging failure. 
Pero from those failure, may makukuha kang priceless gems na hindi na-experience ng iba. Na ikaw lang yung naka-experience. So, anong nangyayari? May knowledge ka about that. Ang masama, nagpe-fail ka na hindi mo alam kung saan ka nagpe-fail. So, siguraduhin po natin na kapag may failure, may advantage kang nakukuha kasi alam mo kung saan ka nagkamali. Diba? So, if you want to read some articles about this, go to stunningmotivation.com at kinikredit ko sa kanila yung halos lahat ng insight dito sa podcast ko uh, this week. And I guess ito na yon, Ito na yung end nitong episode 3. Sa totoo lang, natutuwa ako kasi umaabot na tayo ng almost 500 downloads. Imagine, may mga nakikinig sa'yo, di ba? Hindi, hindi nila ako kilala personally pero nakikinig sila sa akin. So, if you want to hear my previous episodes, search Bite Size Talks on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Player FM. Follow my page on Facebook, Bite Size Talks, and my Instagram account. You can slide through my DM if you want to ask any question or just want to share your experiences. Condiments, C-O-N-D-E-M-E-N-E-S. So, yun lang po. Thank you so much, Padayon.